Hi, and welcome to the Go Lead Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Paige Howe, leadership coach and business culture strategist. If you want to feel more empowered and in control in leadership and in life, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Go Lead Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Paige Howe, and I'm so grateful that you're tuning in on this first episode ever of this podcast, which has been a long time coming for me. And I really hope you enjoy it. I hope it gives you a lot of value in your life. So just as a quick introduction, I just want to talk about what this podcast is going to be about, because usually on these intro episodes, that's helpful for you to know whether you want to continue listening um, and if it's the right thing for you. So Go Lead Yourself um, is a leadership podcast. And essentially, my whole approach to leadership is that we start with us. So hence the Go Lead Yourself. Um, the way I work and help leaders and help workplaces is just to create environments where the leaders themselves can feel at home being who they are and leading in the way that works for them. And we can create workplaces where the people around us feel comfortable in who they are and in working a way that works for them as well. So I think when we have, or what my experience has been when I've seen different approaches to leadership is that quite often they create a model and they say, this is the perfect way to be a leader. But the problem is a lot of leadership comes from authenticity. So people need to trust who they're listening to. And if you're behaving in a way that's inauthentic, if you're not actually, you know, approaching a situation in a way that feels most comfortable to you or in a way that you would normally approach it, then it's difficult for the person to trust your motives behind it. But then also it just doesn't land usually as well. So that's not to say that people can't grow and we can't learn to approach situations in different ways um but if somebody is telling the introverted leader to get up in front of crowds and become comfortable speaking that's going to be a much harder journey than you know talking to people one-on-one and building connections in the way that feels most natural to them so and it, again it's it's not to say that people can't do it that way it's just that there is no one approach and I firmly believe in what my experience has been working with people is that it's not necessarily that I have the approach for you it's that in working with me or you know when you're working with people who respect the way that you're coming into things you can get to the right answer for yourself so I'm hoping that through these conversations um you know as I talk to you on the podcast and as you listen or, you know, as I do interviews with people, that you'll start to hear more scenarios and there'll be questions asked that help you figure out the best way that you can lead yourself. So go lead yourself. And when you're showing up in that way, it then means that you, you know, people are more inspired to follow you um, in, in directions that you want people to go in. Um, and also it gives, when you give yourself permission to show up in that way, you start to give the people around you permission to show up in that way as well. So, you know, I'll probably talk about setting boundaries at some point. Um, and the great thing that I've found about setting boundaries with people is that it also gives them permission and it gives them a bit of a blueprint on how they can set boundaries with other people as well. So in all of these practices, yes, it's for you first and foremost, because it's really difficult for you to 
and I mean, we see this in leadership anyway, right? We see if somebody tells you to do something that they're not doing themselves, it's really difficult for you to follow it. So it's the exact same approach here. Um, the difference is because it comes from like a bit of a self-care lens and like looking after yourself and supporting you as a leader. Um, it feels almost selfish to do that. But it's actually the the opposite in that when you show up for yourself in a loving way, then you give other people permission to show up for themselves in a loving way as well. And it feels easier for everybody involved. So we'll talk a lot about all of these sorts of things as we go through the podcast. But I just wanted to give you that um, brief introduction and just make it clear that all of this starts with you and that when you listen to this podcast and what you hear, um, and what you take away from it could be completely different to what somebody else listening takes away from it as well. And that's perfect. So I just want you to, and, and sorry, I want to further on that point because you could re-listen to an episode and then you take something different away from it as well. So just trust in whatever occurs to you in the moment is the right thing to occur to you. And the other thing that I want to kind of um, preface here as well is that I don't know how you listen to podcasts. I know when I listen to podcasts and I love podcasts, um, I tend to want to start at the beginning and absorb absolutely everything that the person has to offer um, because that's quite natural to me. And the things that are natural to me don't always serve me. It's not always helpful for me. So what that can look like is I start to get overwhelmed with a podcast because um because they've been releasing episodes and my life got busy and I'm behind, quote unquote behind, right? So I'm going to say this in the first episode and I'm sure I'll repeat it throughout, but you don't have to perfect. If there's a concept that comes up for you or if there's something you, that you're like, oh, I want to work on that or that seems helpful, um, the goal is not to become perfect at that thing before you listen to the next episode or that you haven't succeeded until you've perfected it. Because sometimes we need to hear the information in a lot of different times and a lot of different ways for it to really integrate into our lives and um, maybe in that moment all you needed was that reminder and it'll sit at the back of your brain you'll continue to think about it and work on it but you won't necessarily start to see that resulting in action right away because a lot of the time we view the actions taken um, as success and what I'm going to offer to you throughout this podcast is that trying is also a measure of success so it doesn't have to mean that you succeeded at the action and sometimes trying is just listening trying isn't taking the step yourself it's actually listening to an episode or listening to something else or um having a conversation so yeah i i hope that serves as an okay introduction to what this podcast is about um the main topic that i wanted to um to have for this first episode actually is about um, us not having to have things perfectly planned out before we start. And so this first episode is not perfectly planned out um, because, I mean, I have been wanting to record a podcast for a long time and I found myself getting bogged down in wanting to have all of the answers before I started. So I wanted to have the entire overview laid out and um, to know, you know, the length of the podcast and all of the details and have backing music at the moment I don't have backing music on my intro um, when you listen to this podcast it may or may not have um, backing music we'll see whether I get around to doing that um, but the point you know I was sitting and I was mulling over there and I just thought that this happens so often in our lives where we try and figure out all of the details before we start a thing and there's a certain amount of details you're never going to know until you try so I 
for you, this could look like maybe there's a project that you're running at work or um, you're trying to create a plan for something that you're working through and you want to complete that plan before you get started. But the problem is once we start doing something, then we realize, oh crap, I haven't allowed myself space to you know, change or go down this avenue. Or now that I've spoken to this person, I want to go in a completely different direction. But was that all a waste of time? And it's difficult to fight that because we feel like we're like as I said it feels like a waste of time but in reality you know we could waste more time going down a path that isn't for us when now that we have that new information we can course correct so and and this can show up in different ways as well so my my approach to leadership is yes within the workplace but it's also how we show up in our lives because who you are is no different in the workplace than who you are at home and you may feel it needs to be because culturally that's been the expectation, but that doesn't have to be true. Um, and I honestly, I'll argue that it's not true um, and that it's it's harmful when we ask someone to be someone different at work than who they are fundamentally, that you're actually setting everybody up to fail. Um, so, you know, this, this concept as well could also apply to you, um, you know, in the dating life. So maybe you're thinking of, you know, joining an online dating platform and you're not sure which ones, you're trying to figure out which one will be the best for you and then write the perfect bio and pick the perfect pictures. And in reality, you could just select whatever and just put it out there and start having conversations and seeing whether it works for you. And maybe you don't have to select the perfect um, app because you just download all of them. And then, you know, one of them works better. So you stick with that one and then you have your answer. Um, but it's when we do all of that pre-planning and we, um, I don't want to say waste time because it's a natural thing that our brain does, but we spend a lot of time in that thinking, thinking, thinking. And usually what's behind it is we want to be right the first time. And that's, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's not available to us. There's no way we can be right 100% of the time when there's things that we don't know. So um, yeah, so this can apply in lots of different situations. Maybe you're like planning a party, um, or trying to figure out how to be the best parent in the world um, and you know if there are parents listening to this I'm sure you're well aware that there's nothing you could do to prepare yourself I'm I'm not a parent myself um, but I know from being a human being and seeing parents and um, having friends and family who are parents that there's no possible way you could pre-plan the perfect thing for your child because they change and evolve um, and yeah, so how could you plan knowing what they were going to be, become? You just don't know that. So um, I just want to offer to you that if you are trying to prepare and prepare and prepare and you're starting to feel like you're stuck in the not doing, you're spending so much time in the preparation and the worrying about doing it right that you haven't started doing anything at all, um, that maybe you could just let it go and just start, just try. Um, so yeah, for me with this podcast, I'm I'm not sure what the length of this episode is going to be. Um, when I started to plan out a summary um, of the topics, I mean, I want to have conversations with people. I want to have conversations with um, with people who work in all sorts of industries and different positions because I think we're genuinely, I believe that we're all leaders, um, whether we recognize it or not. Um, we all have the capacity to influence other people. Um, and realistically, leadership is just when we encourage other people to follow us um, in some way. And for me, that's usually behaviors. So 
what we see is when somebody acts in a certain way and that that also creates a workplace culture so a lot of the stuff that I talk about can also help you to um, create a different culture around you so whether that's in the workplace or whether that's within your friend circle or within your family as you start to make these changes yourself you start to see the ripple effect of those changes happening outwards and so what I want to offer to you is that that's also currently happening now it's just that we're not doing it intentionally. So when you start to show up intentionally and to create behaviors in yourself that you're happy with, that you, you know, like you want to be kinder to yourself, um, you want to cut yourself more slack, you want to be able to recognize success more, um, all of that sort of stuff, then when you get more intentional about the way that you're showing up, you start to then see that behavior change in the people around you as well. Um, yeah, because I think, and I'm sure you have examples yourself of where leaders ask something from their team that they're not creating themselves. So they want, you know, the perfect collaborative team, but then their behavior doesn't necessarily create an environment where that exists. So um, they aren't encouraging people to collaborate. They are getting upset when people are spending time talking, um, regardless of whether it's about a project or not, or, um, you know they're showing blatant favoritism to somebody which doesn't create a collaborative environment because yeah there's there's sort of status levels involved in that as well um yeah so i guess that's that's the topic that i want to start off this podcast with and i want to offer you today is that if there's something that you want to do if there's a change that you want to make maybe there's a career change that you want to make and you're trying to um, figure out the best possible job or the best industry to go into, um, then I would offer that maybe you just start somewhere because you're not going to know until you're in that job and that workplace and that career, whether it's for you or not. And to me, the problem isn't making a quote unquote wrong decision because I personally, I don't know, with everything I say, there's always going to be areas where it could apply and it would sound really harmful. Um, so I'm about to say, I don't think you can make a wrong decision, but obviously there's crimes and actions we do to hurt other people, which is not a great decision to make either. So um, with everything that I say and I present to you, if the way, it, um, the way you receive it and the way it bounces around in your head, you're like, hang on, that doesn't that doesn't sound right to me, that doesn't resonate with the scenario that I'm putting it into, um, that you're putting it into, then feel free to discard it because who I am, I'll probably throw out quite a few different tidbits of information. I'm sure I've already gone down how many tangents in this first episode. Um, and I do that because honestly, this is my life and, um, and I'm constantly taking in all this information and talking to people about it. So for me, there's lots of different, I can see all the connections and I try and talk to all the connections. But um, my, my point here, if I can hone in on that, is that um, if there's a piece of information that doesn't hit for you or doesn't sound right or doesn't seem like it applies, please throw that away. And, um, you know, as I say, every time we listen to podcast episodes or it's been my experience that I could re-listen to something and then I would take away a different piece of information that time than I did the first time. So, um, yes, yeah, so I was saying that I don't know that you can make a wrong decision. And what I mean by that is that I think when we say, oh, I made the wrong choice, it's because it didn't have the outcome that we expected. So we thought that maybe you'd be in that job for, I don't know, 10 years, that that was the dream career and you were going down that career path. 
or um, I thought going in that the team structure would look like this and actually it looks like this or the job would look like this and it instead it looks like this. And when I say I don't think that we can make a wrong decision, it's just that I think we, A, we didn't know that information before we came in. So that wasn't really part of our decision process. So to say that you made the wrong decision is almost like blaming, it's blaming yourself re really. And you didn't have the information then that you did now when you made that choice. Um, and also my personal experience has been that even though my career path has maybe zigzagged a lot um, in my journey through life and what I've wanted from it has changed a lot, all of it has taught me something or has created a connection um, or in some way has led me to what I'm doing now or has given me a skill that's applicable to what I do now. Um, so for me, it's not that I made the wrong decision. It's that I started down pathways that I thought I wanted. And when I had more information, I realized that's not what I wanted. And so I moved away from it and moved towards something else that, um, that then looked good. And it doesn't have to mean that you're flighty. It doesn't have to mean that you're unreliable. Um, honestly, to me personally, it's based in trust. So I trust myself that, if something feels really not right for me, then I really shouldn't stay in it any longer because, and I, I know we've all experienced this and maybe we've been this person in a workplace as well, but when you stay with something for too long or even a relationship, right, you stay in something that's not for you for too long and you start to become resentful and maybe that's a relationship like a romantic relationship or maybe that's a friendship where it's not serving you, um, you know, you're not the same people anymore, it doesn't work the same way that it used to be, also in a workplace as well, um, but you stay in it, you still stay in it, and then you start to become more bitter and more resentful because you feel used, and in reality, you know, you're, you're choosing, you're not leaving, and Again, see, I'm pausing when I say this because there's lots of reasons why people, there's lots of very valid reasons why people might not leave some of these situations. And I don't say that to um, speak only from a place, place of privilege of, well, you get to choose, you know, like you get to choose every aspect of your life because I know that's not true. But um, I'm sure there are some scenarios that are coming up for you where you do feel like you have more choice. And in reality, what's making you feel better and resentful is that you're not listening to yourself and you're not actually choosing the path that, you know, you, you know, this isn't for you, but you're still struggling to walk away from it. So um, yeah, I, I offer that to you today. And I also offer it to you with kindness because I don't think we're necessarily taught how to go down a different path as well. So I hope that through this podcast and as I talk to you a little bit about ways you can lead yourself and then create, you know, change and impact externally from that, that it starts to actually give you the tools so that you can apply this to your life. Because um, I know in a lot of um, trainings and in a lot of it, people tend to push on a pain point and not give you tangible steps for how you can move out of it. Um, so, and that's that's not what I wanna do here. I really want to um, give you a, a pathway or give you options or give you questions you can ask yourself that will help you choose the steps to get out of that situation. Um, so I say that and now I'm like, what tool can I give to you to then, to then work through if you're stuck? And I think, honestly, I think the tool that I'm going to give to you and what I started to talk about at the start of this episode is just try, is just to try something different. So, um, you know, that could look like career-wise, if you're trying to, you know, if you're thinking, oh, I need to, um, I need to have all of this planned out before I make a start, well then 
starting could just be updating your CV. And in reality, you could start sending out your CV to places that you don't know are right for you or not. Um, and the trying model in dating could be, you know, like you just ask a friend, ask a friend, I'm open to being set up. Do you know somebody? Um, so what is the smallest step you could do today to, to start making progress um, that isn't overthinking it? And the other thing that I want to offer here is because again, thinking isn't necessarily a problem. It's when it becomes overthinking is that you get to decide how much thinking, like when too much thinking, when it becomes harmful for you, when you're spending too much time on it. So all of us will have different opinions on how much time we need to take to think things through, because that's true for all of us. All of us will need more different levels of time. So you know, a way to um, to start making progress. And that could be that you decide, um, okay, I'm going to allow myself half an hour to plan this through. And you might find that when you give yourself dedicated time as well, that you get 10 minutes into it and you're like, actually, no, I've thought it through from all the angles that I want to, and I'm going to stop now. Um, or you might get to the half an hour and you're like, well, actually, I now have a few more questions I want to answer. I'm going to give myself 15 more minutes. So again, with the the trying model is that you might not get it right the first time. So the friend you reach out to to set you up could be terrible at setting people up on blind dates. Um, or the time you set for yourself to try things um, in, like you, it may need to be longer or shorter. You may need to adjust that. Or you send your CVs to a whole bunch of places and you start to get interviews for jobs. And, and you're like, actually, I don't want to work with this this type of industry or now that I've done this trial I know that this particular job isn't for me um, but again you've now collected more data because you started trying you now know more than you would have if you didn't start at all so yeah I, I hope that's that's helpful for you um, yeah I think I think I'll leave it there because I'm sure I'll just start to go down a million other tangents um, with this podcast if there is anything if you have questions um you can feel free to email them through i'm sure my email's at the end of this episode but if not it's support at pagehow.com and i'm happy to answer any of your questions around these topics i can reply back to you or if you have something you want me to cover in an episode then i can cover it um yeah like i say like i've never done a podcast before so i am trying <laughs> with this as well and i'm sure i'll um i'll find my feet and i'll find a structure that works well for you all and works well for me as well um, but I hope, I hope this first episode has been helpful to you. I really want to thank you for tuning in and listening. And I really want to encourage you, um, you know, hopefully there's been helpful parts to this episode, but if nothing else, I just want to say that the way you show up in the world is perfectly okay the way it is. And the reason it might not be working for you now is because other people are saying to you, you're not behaving in the right way, or you need to be different and you're believing them. That's, that's the part where it starts to hurt and that's the part where we start to dim ourselves and not show up in the way that um, that we, we're, we're here to do, um, the way that comes most natural to you. So if nothing else, I just really want to send you an encouraging message today and say that who you are is absolutely perfect and capable enough of everything that you want to achieve. And I really hope in this podcast that I can start to... Um, help you a believe that about yourself if you don't currently and b um help you to find ways where you can integrate more of you into the way that you show up 
um, and to quiet down some of those other voices that are saying you should do it this way, you should do it this way, so that you have the space to listen to yourself and say, well, what way do I want to do it? Which direction do I want to go in? How do I want to show up today? And, and what's going to work best for me? Um, yeah, so thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you have a wonderful day. And if that isn't accessible to you, then I hope you can look after yourself today. That would be wonderful. Okay, bye team. Thank you so much for listening to the Go Lead Yourself podcast. If this episode sparked any aha moments for you that you'd like to share, or if you have any questions that we can cover in future episodes, please send an email to support at pagehow.com. I'd love to hear from you. And to find out more about ways that you can work with me, just head to my website, pagehow.com. Uh, thanks again and look after yourself. Don't forget that you're amazing. Until next time. Bye.